if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed. And hour number two is underway. <clears throat> it's nine minutes past 10 o'clock. Thank you so much for being with us on AM 1420. The answer. It's a Thursday, the 11th morning of the second month of the year of our Lord, 2021. It's also a very special day for us in that it's a donor campaign day for our friends as we partner with Preborn Ministry. Preborn Ministry is dedicated to saving babies' lives by helping mothers truly understand those who are perhaps expected or planning or considering or thinking about terminating their pregnancy, uh, having an abortion, uh, helping to open their eyes as to what they're really doing by providing ultrasounds to them. A $28 donation, as Scott Wilder and I have been telling you all morning long, a $28 donation will save a baby's life. It will allow one mother to have a, a, an ultrasound to learn the truth about what is growing inside of them. And uh, guess what? Uh, 80% of the time when an expectant mother sees that baby through the ultrasound, they choose to give birth to their child. Whether they are able to raise the child on their own or they go for adoption, the child lives. Uh, 833-850-BABY. I'm going to keep giving you that number all morning long. 833-850-2229 or on our webpage, whkradio.com. Click on the preborn banner uh, near the top of the page. You can't miss it. Save a baby's life. $28 saves a baby. $280 saves 10 babies. Uh, if you can only do in between, $140 saves 5 babies. I don't mean to sit here and do the math for you, but you get it. And if you are of the means, and I know there are people in this audience who love life and who are of the means, if you are of the means, a tax-deductible $15,000 gift will Buy an ultrasound machine that will save countless lives for years to come. So if you have the ability and you are looking for a way to make a huge difference with the, the blessings that you have, please consider that. All right, it is a preborn campaign day, but we are keeping our regularly scheduled appointment with our friend Dr. Everett Piper, who joins us now on this Thursday. Dr. Piper, of course, is a former university president. He is a best-selling author. He is a columnist for the Washington Times, and he is a radio host in Oklahoma and our regular guest on AM 1420, The Answer. Doctor, good morning. Good morning, Bob. Hey, just to affirm what you just said about the ultrasound, um, when I was the president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University, we actually were the only university in the nation that went out and bought 
a mobile ultrasound unit, a mobile van that was equipped with ultrasound equipment. And I can affirm what you just said. Between 80 and 90% of the women that went through that mobile clinic did not get an abortion. So you're spot on. That is so awesome to hear. I love that. I love that. And I, and I kind of thought you would appreciate that, too. Took a little bit of time away from our conversation to do this, but uh, it's something that's very important to us. One day a year, we, we ask for people to uh, to help save babies' lives through this wonder, wonderful ministry. Um, Dr. Piper, a lot of things to talk about with you, and I want to start with your column. You know, I it's kind of funny. We have President's Day coming up on uh, Monday. Now, we, I don't have a live show on Monday. to have uh, 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 historian and author Bill Federer on with us to talk about, because he is an expert on uh, American history, and, and, and not the least of which is presidential history. And I'm going to have him on to celebrate those presidents, George Washington, uh, Abraham Lincoln, of course, because of the Washington Lincoln birthdays in this month, but also Thomas Jefferson. We're going to talk about all of those glorious presidents that have been canceled by modern-day leftists who don't want to believe in the greatness of America and America's history. In fact, want to rewrite the history and want to cast these wonderful heroes who gave birth to this great force for good that is this republic as nothing but reprehensible slave owners. Um, and so I'm going to do that on tomorrow's show, but I just thought it tied in so perfectly with your column in the Washington Times this week, in which uh, George Washington, Tom and Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin are being castigated as being seen as as wrong, essentially. Um, uh, let me rephrase. Those who don't believe in American exceptionalism and don't believe in American greatness and American good um, are essentially casting off those glorious founders who actually made this great country. And that's what you wrote about in defense of Christianity and what Christianity means to this country and meant to the founding of this country that proves its inherent goodness. And I'll let you take it from there. In my article, as you know, I take on Ed Stetzer. And to remind everybody, Ed Stetzer is currently the director of the Billy Graham Center at uh, Wheaton College in Wheaton, Illinois. Ed Stetzer was formerly with Christianity Today. So Ed Stetzer is a prominent evangelical voice. And he wrote an article for the Dallas Morning News on January 31, so not that long ago, a couple weeks ago, where he says this in his article, and I quote, the belief that America enjoys providential favor and blessings above other nations is unbiblical, close quote. Ed Stetzer actually said that. He's arguing that it's unbiblical to hold forth the idea, the historical idea, the accurate idea that America is providentially blessed. He's arguing that that belief and that teaching is unbiblical. It flies in the face of common sense and logic. It flies in the face of the Bible. It flies in the face of our founding fathers. And as you know, I quote in this document, in my article, I quote Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, and George Washington, all of whom said that we enjoy providential blessings. We enjoy the blessings of providence. We enjoy the blessings of the God who is Jehovah, George Washington. Thomas Jefferson, acknowledging and enduring the overruling providence, which by all its dispensations proves that it delights in the happiness of man here, meaning the United States, with all these blessings, what more is necessary to make us a happy and prosperous people? And then, um, I'm going to quote this, and then I'll, I'll take a breath. There's an excellent book out there. It's titled America's Prophet. 
How the Story of Moses Shaped America. It's authored by Bruce Feeler, F-E-I-L-E-R. It was a New York Times bestseller about a decade ago. This book documents all of the quotations, all of the citations in our, in our founding era. Thousands upon thousands of documents were reviewed in this research project from 1760 to 1805. And they wanted to know who was cited most often. Was it Locke? Was it Montesquieu? Was it Hobbes? Was it the classics like Plato and Cicero? No. Do you know who was cited most often? The Bible. It was Moses. Deuteronomy is cited 34% of all references are to the Bible and to Deuteronomy. That is simply a fact. So for Ed Spencer to claim that we're not a Christian nation and that this belief that we are uh, providentially blessed is unbiblical flies in the face of history itself. And I want to quote you as well uh, a little bit later in this, and I love that reference, by the way, to the Bible being the most quoted. Um, but as you noted, uh, from our inception, our founders took solace in the promise that, quote, the Lord will rejoice over you for good, just as he rejoiced over your fathers. If you obey the Lord, your God, keep his commandments and turn with him, uh, turn to him with all of your heart and soul. And that's the key here. And I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, I, and maybe this is just because of who and what modern times have become or what has become of our culture, it's too hard to do that. It's too hard to turn over uh, all of your heart and soul to God and to uh, and to obey the Lord and to keep his commandments. Since that's so hard to do, we can't necessarily embrace, you know, that Christian heritage that the... up to it uh bob i'm sorry uh you're breaking up a little at your end i hope it's not the same for you as you're listening to me so um, uh no you know you know what Dr. Piper, thank you for we've had tech glitches with our internet stream uh, which is part of what, how we do our broadcast here so it's been going on that way for a little bit now so let me use this as a chance to take a break we'll come back and talk with dr piper right after this on am 1420 the answer VPI sponsored by Abvi. Okay, it's 1022 as we continue now on AM 1420. The answer, I want to apologize. Yes, I am aware that we are having glitches and we are having cutouts in our signal. We're dealing with it the best that we can. We have a team of engineers on it. Not sure if this is related to something like the hack, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, all of Salem Media endured this past summer. Uh, I'm hoping it's not that again, but I am aware that we are cutting out a little bit. So my apologies if a little bit of our conversation is broken up by hiccups and glitches and cutouts uh, on the program today. My apologies to you too, Dr. Piper, uh, for that because you couldn't hear my response to your wonderful um, uh, discussion and summary of your article. Let's see if we can improve. Yeah. I, I know what it is. It's it's the coronavirus. That's what's causing <laughs> yeah, all the problems. That must be it. The corona uh, computer virus. The computer coronavirus. There, there we go. Uh, Dr. Piper, let's let's pivot to a second issue um, that uh, you you and I kind of briefly chatted about off the air. 
and I have studied quite extensively as well since it kind of became mainstream in America's educational system, which is the problem we're discussing, critical race theory. It is becoming mainstream. It is being forced into classrooms. And what critical race theory is, I'm going to quote from an article that you and I are discussing uh, that was in uh, the City Journal. Critical race theory understands the world by viewing everything, society, economics, education, family, science, through the lens of whiteness and white racism. White people drift in, according to critical race theory and its practitioners, drift in a kind of amniotic fluid of privilege and unearned gifts based on the brutal ideology of white supremacy. Now, stop there because I want to give you a chance to analyze this. But, Dr. Piper, what I just read is is extraordinary. It is clearly um, the most vile example of racism that I can see in, in this country today. The difference being that this is anti-white racism rather than anti-minority demographic racism. And this, unlike anti-minority racism, in other words, racism against African Americans or any other culture, any other ethnicity, this is not only uh, 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 tolerated, it's celebrated, it's encouraged, and most importantly, it's indoctrinated now in our schools. And I know that's your great concern. Well, it is. And... I've said it before on your show, Bob. If uh, if there are older folks listening to the program right now that no longer have kids of school age, your kids have grown up and they're out raising their own families now, you're a grandparent, you're the parent of an older child, you don't really have education front and center on your daily list of concerns any longer. Well, you should. You should. Because what's taught today in the classroom will be practiced tomorrow in your culture. Abraham Lincoln said, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will become the philosophy of the government in the next. And even nefarious souls, such as Hitler, recognize that if I can control the textbooks, I will control the state. Everyone listening right now should care about education. And one of the educational paradigms that is pervasive in your backyard, in your local school district, is critical race theory, intersectionality, white privilege, and the 1619 Project. And why are we having this discussion about whether or not George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Benjamin Rush, our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence is providentially blessed? The reason we're having this conversation right now is all of those things are being disputed by critical race theory, because the argument of CRT is this. Everything, like you just said, in our culture, government, economics, church, family, individual relationships, everything that we have in our culture right now is the result of racism. It's the result of oppression. And if that's true, which is what CRT teaches, then our Constitution is the result of oppression and racism. Our Declaration of Independence is the result of racism. Everything we hold dear is nothing but a racist screed and must be torn down must be thrown away, and must be replaced. Is that what you think is going to lead to a better United States of America? That is, uh, that is very well said. And, and you know, the, the, the most difficult about, part about this, uh, Dr. Piper, is all of this is being done, everything you just described, is being done at a time in which we are being told by the new administration and the new leadership of our government that we need to unify. Can you think of anything less unifying than telling one race of the population, I don't care that it's the majority race, I don't care, uh, you know, what, what the numbers look like, but that any race of people 
are inherently evil, are inherently in their DNA racists themselves, and, um, and, and are predisposed to using this country to better themselves while hurting racial minorities. Can you think of anything less unifying than that? I can't. Oh, no. And, and I, I think I've used this analogy on your show before, so this may be a repeat. But I was the president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University. I was not the president of a diversity. And there's a reason for that, because a university stands for the unity of veritas, a university, una veritas, the unity of truth. You come together. In other words, as the Apostle Paul said, the hand cannot say of the foot, I have no need of you. We are one in Christ. We are not divided in Christ. We are neither Jew nor Greek. We are one. The Christian of all people should understand the unity of the body of Christ, and no one can say, hey, the foot's the wrong color, the hand's the wrong color. (laughs) But critical race theory says exactly that. It is racist by definition. It's the opposite of what Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream was about. It judges people by the color of their skin, by definition, the color of your skin rather than the content of your character. It divides, it balkanizes, it is not unity, it is division and it is pitting one group against another. It's a Marxist struggle, is really what it is, because rather than the struggle of the bourgeoisie versus the proletariat, it's the racial struggle of black against white, and that will end very badly. No culture can endure that type of division. Well, yeah, what it will end is this republic, this great experiment, if you will. That's exactly what it's intended to do. You just described it from the political ideology of this, the Marxism of this, which is intended to destroy capitalism as we know it, to destroy, as we have seen from uh, those who practice critical race theory, you know, to destroy the nuclear family, to, uh, to essentially collect, to, to embrace collectivism and then redistribution according to the needs of the, of the, uh, of the proles. Uh, that's essentially what this is all about. They are trying to defy this country to the point where it literally will collapse absolutely absolutely you divide and conquer that's an old axiom that has stood the test of time and why has it stood the test of time because it's true if you divide you can conquer if there's unity if you face, if you want to destroy a country a culture a community you have to divide it you have to tear it up within because if you want to destroy somebody on the football field you divide and that's you conquer right. unity is strength Division is weakness, and critical race theory is driven by division. It's why the word indivisible is such an important one in our pledge. You know, it, we, we must be indivisible, a united nation indivisible, uh, because if we, are, we, if we are able to be divided, yes, we will indeed fall. We will no longer have a, a, a free um, liberated republic uh dr piper terrific job again apologies for the glitches in the audio earlier on but your message came through loud and clear thank you so much sir blessings all right blessings to you as well it's ten thirty. before we go to the news i want to remind you once again of what we are doing today this is such an important day for us it is our single day of the year in which we partner with our friends at uh peer um a pre-born ministry pre-born ministry is saving the lives of babies but guess what they cannot save the lives of babies without our help without your help we are here to help raise money to make sure that expectant mothers who may be leaning toward abortions can have the opportunity to see their babies through ultrasound before they make that fateful decision Thank you. 
thankful for this new machine, and we know that many babies' lives and lives will be saved because of it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. After the news on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, it's 1037 now. We continue on AM 1420, The Answer, and it's time to... uh, it's time to save lives once again. I want to talk to you more now about preborn ministry and our partnership with preborn today as we look to raise funds to save babies' lives. Let me give you another example of what we're talking about. I was really unsure whether to keep the baby or not, and um, one of the workers asked me if I wanted to get an ultrasound, so I said, sure. And right when I saw that little bean and heard the little heartbeat, I fell in love. And the only thing I could think of was, I'm having this baby. It's a little living thing inside of me. And I fell in love instantly. And that happens to expectant mothers all the time. Uh, Dr. Piper gave a great testimonial to this as I bring Scott Wilder back onto the air with us for our donor campaign today president at Oklahoma Wesleyan, and he said they're the only uh, school in the country that he was aware of that actually bought and paid for a mobile ultrasound clinic, kind of a clinic on wheels, to provide uh, expectant mothers with the opportunity to see their babies. And he said 80 to 90% of them who saw those babies, um, their their confusion about what, what to do disappeared immediately. Because as this young woman that I just played, that clip I just played, said, you know, these mothers fall in love with their babies instantly once they can actually see them. And that's what this is all about. Right, Scott? It is. And uh, we want to give you the phone number real quick. I want to thank some people that have called the last couple of minutes. 833-850-2229. 833-850-2229. Or online at whkradio.com. Click on the preborn banner. When you get there, every $140 saves five babies. $280 saves 10 babies. Uh, maybe you want to do your stimulus check. Uh, your $600 stimulus check, if, especially if you still have your job, you're blessed, and you say, wow, kind of out of the blue, I kind of feel guilty even having it. Maybe you take that uh, uh, money and say, I'm going to save babies with that. That'd be sick. Uh, 21 babies uh, can be saved by your $600 stimulus check. Um, more can do more. Of course, you want to do a whole lot more. You can do a lot more. We heard uh, one of the clinics, that was actually a, a clinic in Florida that was thanking us for the uh, ultrasound machine. There may be somebody in this audience, and it's not me, it may not be you, but there may be somebody in this audience that would say, I'd like to provide an ultrasound machine. Yes, that's possible, and what we raise here stays here. So if you're in that category, a uh, $15,000 one-time gift provides an ultrasound machine that can save babies year after year after year, 250 ultrasound sessions per year for the next 10 years, 2,500 babies lives saved if you should be in that category. So you could still call the same number or go online at whkradio.com and say, yeah, I'll do 15 grand. I can do that. Well, I, I always think it will never happen. I was on the radio in one uh, uh, one city, and uh, one guy said, I want to do two. <laughs> 
No, so uh, you never know. Uh, let me thank Richard. Uh, do you say, is it Medina or Medina? Medina. You got it, Medina. Yeah. Uh, Richard in Medina, $280 saves 10 babies. Thank you. Uh, Richard Paul in North Royalton, a $500 one-time gift. Joyce in Independence, $280 saves uh, 10 babies. Norman in Stronsville, $140 saves five babies. Uh, so today we're going to save five, uh, five babies in the next five minutes, 30 babies in the next 30 minutes, 10 babies the next 10 minutes when you call toll-free, 833-850-2229. This is the only day we're doing this. This is not something uh, like, you know, they say the, the, the President's Day sale that seems to go on for three or four weeks, the mattress place. This is not <laughs> like that. This is one day only. This is the only day we do this. And I hope that you'll join us uh, now and say, you know what, a girl or a woman who found out that they're pregnant maybe happened over uh, the holidays. And now they're coming up on the week of Valentine's Day. And maybe they just found out they're pregnant and they're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, a year from now, they're going to have a memory of whatever it is they decide to do. Now, it is still legally their right to have an abortion, but it is also their right to give birth to a baby. As I said before, you cannot be pro-woman and then also believe that women cannot be trusted with the truth as they make this decision. That this is the most pro-woman thing you can do is to say, look, it's your choice. You're going to make the decision. We just want you to have every single bit of information you can. Listen, the world's been, um, the, the pro-death uh, world has been lying to them, saying it's a lunchtime procedure. It's not really a baby. The reason the truth is so powerful is because the lie has been pervasive. When you hear that heartbeat, everything changes. Everything changes. And today, you can provide that uh, introduction uh, to uh, a, a baby for her very first time, a woman introduced to her baby for the first time, the first picture she's ever going to have. Listen, uh, Edmund Burke was right. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for us to do nothing. That's right. For, the quote actually is for good men to do nothing, but of course, it mean good people to do nothing. The only thing necessary for the triumph of the evil of abortion is for you to do nothing. When you do nothing, you are picking a side. Darkness is only the absence of light. There is no darkness where there is light. So we're not going to curse the darkness. We're going to light a candle. And so today, uh, don't let darkness prevail. Don't let the triumph of evil be secured because of your silence. And we want you to call right now, 833-850-2229. Just a few minutes left in uh, the Bob Franz Authority, and we, we do want to give you every opportunity. I used to say, uh, Bob, you know, I know God can do this without me, but I don't want him to. You know, I don't want to miss the blessing. I want to be a part of it too. And so I hope that you'll uh, join us and say, you know, I'm in. Uh, I've, I've talked about being pro-life. Mary in North Olmstead, uh, thank you. $140 saves five babies. She just called in. want to thank you by first name and by city. Look, we know you don't do it to hear your name on the radio. And if you want to be anonymous, just tell them, uh, hey, don't mention my name. Or if you fill it out online, just say, hey, I want to be anonymous. We'll certainly, certainly uh, honor that. Uh, but today, we just want to tell you that you're an encouragement to other people. If they hear that Mary's doing it, Paul and Mark and Richard and uh, Paula and Joyce and Norman and Charles uh, in North Ridgeville, uh, if uh, you are all doing it, everything from $26 all the way up to $500, maybe somebody online right now is saying, I'm going to do more than that. Or I'm going to do, look, I believe it's not about how much, it's about how many. It's not about how much any one person gives, though we need the 
$10,000 gifts and all that. But it's mainly about how many of us will say, you know what, I'm going to stand for life because I know it is an inside job. If I don't do it, nobody's going to do it. The The rest of the world's not going to do it. I want to thank John in Shaker Heights who said, you know what, I think I'd like to do $1,200. Uh, John, thank wow. you. So that is 42 babies saved. And that number is, is uh, that $1,200, uh, let me tell you, that that coincides with what might be the next stimulus amount. If you are a person who has kept your job, if you feel blessed, fortunate, lucky, whatever the word is, because you don't really need this. You think it's kind of weird that everybody's getting the same amount. Some people really need it. Some people really are not right now in a position to need it. Maybe you would say, wow, sort of, maybe this is why. Maybe I now can do this wonderful thing. And by the way, get a tax deduction. <laughs> so you take the government money and you save babies, not give it to Planned Parenthood, the taking of a baby's life. And you would say, you know, I, 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 I'm in. I want to be a part of it today. John, thank you. Scott, Mary, thank you. Scott, Paul, let me, um, let me jump in for a second and, and follow up on that. You talked about that in the first segment, uh, in the first hour of our program this morning. And you're right, of course. Most people know this, that federal tax dollars still go to Planned Parenthood operations across this country. And the new uh, presidential administration has declared that federal tax dollars can, can actually go to clinics overseas or out sure. of the country that are also providing abortions um, mm-hmm. for Americans. Um, and we can't stop that. We try, and we, we, we go to the polls, and we vote for representatives to the Congress and mm-hmm. to our state representatives and, and state senators, and we say, hey, um, we, we want to do everything we can for, we want you, rather, to do everything you can from your legislative positions to stop spending our tax dollars on something that we find so reprehensible and repugnant mm-hmm. as the taking of babies' lives. And we're, we're tilting at windmills. We've, we're losing that fight. So, I bring that up to say, here's something we can win. We might not sure. be able to stop them from spending our tax dollars, at least so far, we haven't been able to, on Planned Parenthood and on abortion, but doggone it, we can provide our own dollars to stop it. We can mm. spend our own money on saving babies' lives directly by, through through mm. the preborn ministry. No, it's exactly right. I mean, here's the thing. So, so many times people say they're pro-choice and not pro-choice that they, they, they want the choice to be what they want the choice to be. Uh, but, but if they really are pro-choice, then they want a woman to be able to make her own decision. And I believe uh, a woman that has the opportunity to know the truth. We know statistics tell us uh, more than 80% of the time they will choose life after you have introduced them to their baby for the first time. The reversal of the Mexico City policy was, was on the very first day of the Biden administration. We know that they toast, they raise a glass and toast that which we mourn. And so the question is, what is the most effective thing we can do? We, you don't have to make noise to make a difference. You don't have to look. I'm not spiritually or temperamentally made to stand on a street corner and hold up a sign. I'm not like that. I'm not a marcher. I'm not a protester. I'm not a fist shaker at a building. That's not me. But I'll tell you something, everybody can do this. You can provide an ultrasound because, look, I, I'm a native Texan. I love Texas. Uh, if you go out about 712 miles from where I'm sitting right now, uh, out to the west, right around Monahans, Texas, where I-10 and I-20 come together, the posted speed is 85 miles an hour. Now, you might say 85 miles an hour, so nobody has to go faster. Of course not. Of course we go 100 miles an hour when the posted <laughs> speed is 85 miles an hour. And my point is this. 
having a ban on something doesn't fix it if people are determined to do it. But if there is a change in her heart, it doesn't matter whether there's a ban in place. Look, I was cognizant. I was, I was a young person in 1973. I've been pro-life my whole adult life. But we are more radically pro-abortion today than we were when we knew even far less in 1973. But here's what's still true. A woman who has the right to abort her baby has the right to give birth to her baby. We want to give her all the information she can get that she needs to make the right decision, make the proper decision. And, and preborn is all about a holistic approach, not just that one moment. It's a two and a half year mentoring process. There's a study guide and all manner of things that are a part of what preborn does, including free maternity clothes, free uh, baby clothes, diapers, strollers, cribs, formula, help with education, on and on the list goes. So it's a holistic approach. Uh, you know enough now. And the question is, will you do something or not? Because this is the only day to join us saving babies by providing ultrasounds. And what we raise here stays here. If we get a, a, an ultrasound machine donated today, that will stay right here. The doing Stop. is the proof that the feeling is real. 833-850-2229 or online at whkradio.com. Scott Wilder with Preborn Ministry. As eloquent as you are at stating this, um, there's nothing that a couple of guys like me and you can do to really hammer this home better than the women themselves, the young women, the young mothers who experienced those ultrasounds, and it changed their lives, and it saved their babies' lives. So let's listen to another one of them. That I was pregnant in July of 2017. I didn't want to face the fact that I was going to be a mother yet again to a baby, a newborn baby, and this time I thought that I would be by myself. When Brittany came in for her first appointment, she was feeling really concerned um, because her and her husband were having some issues. Um, so she was considering abortion. She told me that she was 85% leaning towards abortion at that point. Um, and the main factor was the issues she was having with her husband. Normally, I don't believe in abortion um, just because of the way I was raised and because of my uh, spiritual background. I didn't believe in abortion. It was just a big no-no. But because I was afraid, um, that's the first thing that I went to. I didn't know what to really expect until I actually saw her heartbeat on the screen. I actually heard it. Right in the middle of the ultrasound, um, she was able to hear the baby's heartbeat. And right after she heard the baby's heartbeat, she turned her head towards me and she said, I think I'm changing my mind now. Thankful to God that he allowed her to continue the pregnancy and restored her family as well. At that time, I just needed someone to listen. I needed someone that didn't judge me. I needed someone that wouldn't have a harsh reaction. And I needed someone that would show love and support.
Okay, 1056, we've got four minutes left, and there's still time to save more babies. In the next four minutes, uh, Scott Wilder with Preborn Ministries yes, still with us here to talk more about this. Hey, Scott, we've been giving the phone number away over and over again, and so mm-hmm. many people are using it. Love that. And people are donating online mm-hmm. as well. But we had a question from a caller off the air who doesn't have the Internet, apparently, and uh, nor a credit card. Wants to know, can they put a check mm-hmm. in the mail and send a donation to Preborn? Is that possible? They can. It is possible, but let me tell you with a couple of uh, very uh, big caveats. Um, In the memo uh, line of your check, if that's the way you want to do it, make sure you put uh, Bob Friends and WHK Radio. Uh, Otherwise, we won't be able to know that it's you. And we want to know that it's you. So, uh, yeah, you can do that if you want to. And uh, you could go on and uh, find that address, go online and find the address to mail it. It's not the most efficient way, but if there's a listener that wants to do that, we certainly don't want to uh, say that nobody, uh, anybody is left out. We want to include everybody. We draw the circle really big. So if Absolutely. somebody is inclined to do that and want to do it by a check, you certainly could do that. And uh, But the, for the rest of us and who have maybe gotten really comfortable doing stuff online over the last six months, uh, you can go to whkradio.com and click on the preborn banner or just call a number at 833-850-2229 and say, I want to save some babies today. On this, our only day, we're doing this. And so hope you'll call now. I am so proud of this audience, just as I hear you continue to read name after name after name and donation after donation, and so many of them more than just the 28. And I don't want to diminish oh, yeah. just the 28. $28 saves sure. a life. That's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Anybody who can do that, we are so grateful. And that baby will never know that you saved their life, mm-hmm. but the, their life will be you know, the testimonial to, to your generosity. Uh, so I, I just love this audience, and I love so much. Do you have any more names you want to give us, uh, uh, Scott? Oh, sure. Yeah, my, sure, my. Michael in Cleveland, $140 one-time gift. Joyce in Broadview, $140 one-time gift. John in, is it Chardon or Chardon? Chardon, you had it. Chardon is a $280 one-time gift. Kenneth, actually it's Ken and Ruth. Thank you, Ken and Ruth in Smithville, $60 one-time gift. Gary in Sheffield Lake, $140 one-time gift. By the way, if you want to do a monthly gift, you could do that too. You want to do $28 a month for the next 12 months. That would be saving a baby a month for less than a dollar a day. So whether you're doing one or two or five or ten or a thousand, 833-850-2229 on this, our only day. Uh, Bob, you're the best. I appreciate the time. Well, to do no, it. my audience is the best, Scott, and you are so eloquent in uh, in describing and explaining this to everybody. And I want to make this last twenty seconds of our show one more appeal. If there is somebody of means and somebody who's been blessed who can afford to do something as generous as buy an ultrasound machine, fifteen thousand dollars will save countless lives for years to come. So that's my last plea here before we sign off today. If anybody can do that, enjoy the silence.